right. Welcome back to another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are recording with some guests today, but before we get into that, um, we just wanted to start off by saying that um, in reference to the last episode when I talked about being sick, um, I tested positive for coronavirus. So here I am quarantining uh, my makeshift studio at my boyfriend's apartment. Um, but I'm on the tail end of it. I mean, trying to see the light in things. Uh, it was actually it was looking rough. Crazy. It was rough. For <laughs> it, was a few really, it was really rough. Yeah. Um, but I think in the next couple of days, I should be back to normal. Oh, yes, we, we have a mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sad thing is, is that like everyone knows I bitched about wearing masks and everything and still got it. So really my only advice, just go out and live your life and try to wear a mask. But you know, it's honestly just get coronavirus at this point, just so you don't have to worry about catching it. Yeah. Now I have the antibodies, so everyone should be trying to, trying to hang out with me. All right. Um, Shall we introduce our guests? Yes. We are joined with three guests today. So we have um, one single guy, one dating guy, and one dad, according to their So I guess bios. they, yeah, they're from the Two Dudes, One Dad podcast. Um, and we have John, Tim, and RC. Yeah, you guys can do a, a better intro than that, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I first so I want to say credit to you guys for using your last names. RC won't even use his first or last name, so, I mean. Hey, we RC is not even my real name at this point. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? We're curtain all the way back, people. So there's no secrets here. Yeah, no. yeah we kind of just started this way, and there's just no going back now. So, so that, that's one thing about our pod is we stay peel the curtain back all the time to the point where, like, we've had listeners like come up with like a drinking game thing. And as I've listened to y'all's pod, which is awesome, by the way, um, y'all stay peel the curtain back a lot. And you, uh, you also curse a lot, which makes me feel at home. So, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. welcome. Yeah, it's a good fucking job. <laughs> well, thank you. I always, like, I'll listen to the podcast back, and I say fuck all the time, and I'm like, damn, Kim, like, does not swear nearly as much as I do. <laughs> oh, you know, that's, it's funny, because Tim comes out as, like, a choir boy uh, between John and John. John's the dad of the pod. And he's, he's got some hot takes all the time. I'm the single guy of the pod, and I, I just live my life and tell stories and probably shouldn't be told, but I tell them anyway. And and Tim Tim comes out, like, and Tim is by no stretch a choir boy. By any stretch of information. So no, how do you guys all know each other? Why don't, we, why don't we get a little backstory here on the two dudes, one dad? Wow. Um, you know, I'm going to take this one. Um, so Riley and I go back about <laughs> – RC and I go back about 20 plus years. All right, so we should probably make mention of this. As often as we try to say RC, it never works. So it's just, yeah. it's just a thing that's going to happen. At this, point, at this point, it is what it is. But yeah, anyway, John, so, so we've known each other for over 20 years. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we've known each other for about 20 years. Um, and I, I, I mean, I guess like my eighth grade girlfriend or something wanted me to come to church with her one day. And I, I met I met <laughs> RC. And um the church days are well behind us at this point, but the friendship still lives. And then um, Tim and I—I I, I was actually living in—I uh, was living in, in Tampa, Clearwater area, and I got a call from one of my buddies one day, and there was a, a Jaguar game on like a Thursday night. 
And um, he says, hey, man, you should come up for the game. And I said, oh, I can't really make it. Um, you know, I got to work. But I asked my boss anyway. I said, hey, do you mind if I cut out early and, um, and go up, you know, watch the, watch the game, take an early weekend? And the boss told me no. And this was probably, I guess, I don't know, 10 years ago. And so I, I didn't really like that answer. So I, I took my quote unquote lunch break and I went to the uh, went to my apartment, packed up a bunch of shit that I, anything I could fit in my in my truck and basically moved back to Jacksonville just so I could go to a Jags game. And um, the guys, the guys that invited me um, were buddies with Tim from college. And so we met at a, at a, at a Jags tailgate and we've just been buddies ever since. Wow, what a story. Quitting your, quitting your job for a Jaguars game, like, yeah. like a, a better team. Yeah. I was going to say, not even a good freaking football team. You're going to choose yeah. the Jags to yeah. quit your job over? I've never, I've never been one to make great decisions, but this was this was one of my better options in life. So and my, my job sucked, by the way. It was just – it was a garbage job, so it didn't really matter. And just to, <laughs> Everything's meant to be. To touch on the uh, the podcast part, we – we're those douchey guys who started a podcast in quarantine. Um, <laughs> like, totally them. Uh, but we've had this idea for over two years, like to the point where I was looking back at a text a while ago. And oh, over two years ago, the three of us were on a text chain and we named it Two Dudes, One Dad. Uh, and, and then, you know, it took, it took uh, a global pandemic and a bunch of boredom and alcohol to, uh, to, start, a, to start a podcast. But, um, it's awesome to be on y'all's because y'all y'all actually do shit like the real way, so this is nice. <laughs> oh, don't don't give us too much credit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were you guys once upon a time too, and we were like, oh my gosh, how do we become like official podcasters? I feel like we're just like amateurs out here with a microphone we got off Amazon and just trying to make things work. But you know, I feel like you guys inadvertently kind of kind of shit on us there when you said you used to be like us. I don't know if we're going to gloss over that, but it should be it should be noted that we just kind of got thrown under the bus there. <laughs> I think you should look at it in the sense that you will eventually get to where we are, um, which isn't that great, but yeah, a huge I, I see a media lot of conglomerate. You guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you guys? Uh, when's your media network uh, launching? Anytime soon? Hey, we actually had a conversation about this, so. So we've had a conversation about a lot of things and they never come to fruition. So that doesn't really. Yeah. We've actually, we've actually been, uh, been, uh, Tim, you want to take this? Well, no, I was going to say we had conversations about a lot of things too. And it took us two years to start the podcast. So yeah. like <laughs> conversations are conversations. Right. And if Fair you're anything, cool, conversations don't mean a damn thing. We record them and we re- release them to the public. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, Okay, so should we get into some of our topics? Yeah, I wanted to just go around and kind of ask you guys quickly about like your different relationship statuses since we're like a relationship podcast. And I know like you've got a dating guy, a single guy and a dad. Um, So we'd love to just like get a little quick background story about your relationship status. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah, where do you want to start? Let's start with the dad. Yeah, so the dad's got a pretty good story. it's only half of the story, just being the dad. I'm also a husband. Um, my my wife and I, uh, in two weeks, will be married for seven years. We oh, have we have two. Thank you. Um, we have two beautiful daughters. We have a six year old and an almost two year old. She'll be two in about a month, and uh, they're cute as can be. I'll uh, I'll email you guys some pictures or something because that's what dads do. Um, 
but yeah, I uh, uh, the the way that I was a I was very much a single slash dating guy for a very long time, and um, my wife and I had kind of a kind of an interesting story. Um, she was uh, she was working at Hooters at the time, and I went in there. I didn't know her. I went in there and got really really drunk and hit on her, and it took me about about three months to finally get her to go on a date with me. And so um, we finally went on a date and three months later we were uh, engaged and married and pregnant all at the same time. So, Holy uh, shit. Yeah, so we, uh, we kind of we beat the odds. A lot of times you see stories like that and it doesn't really work out. And um, for whatever reason, she's been kind enough to put up with my just absolute bullshit for seven whole years. And, um, and yeah, yeah, we're, I mean, we're as happy as we can be. Yeah. <laughs> But no, we're as happy as we can be. We're, uh, we're like I said, we're about seven years into this thing, and um, she still says she loves me. I don't think it's true all the time, but she says she does, and so uh, I'm pr- I'm pretty happy about that. Um, and I know I know your listeners can't see, but we're on we're working video right now. I'm not much to look at, so um, anytime anytime I wake up and she's next to me, it's a good day. John, you're leaving oh, wow. out a very important part there that uh, your vasectomy is scheduled. Oh yeah, we. Uh, um, <laughs> We we did we touched on this last pod. Um, we talked about it. I uh, I've I've ha- I had a vasectomy scheduled and it got uh, it got delayed because it was it's considered an elective surgery. So with the coronavirus and everything, they're they're kind of putting me on the back burner. So I've spent the majority of my evenings whenever um, whenever you know the kids are in bed early and we can actually get frisky. I have to uh, reside myself to the guest bathroom or the guest bedroom. Sometimes the guest bathroom depends on how the night goes, but. Uh, the, the guest bedroom to, to avoid, you know, having another kid, because if I breathe on my wife, she gets pregnant and I'm trying to avoid that. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I mean, it's not funny. Wow. Oh, trust me. <laughs> two, two kids isn't funny. Nothing funny about that. So. Two girls too. I mean, that's oh, gotta be a handful. Well, so I you do want to try for a third and have a boy? So we thought about it, but the problem is that I was such a terrible you know, person when I was a single dating guy that I feel like God or whoever you believe in is, is just shitting on me and he will do nothing but give me pretty girl after pretty girl after pretty girl. So that for the rest of my life, I have to be just mortified at the fact that they're going to date douchebags like I was. So I've, I've given, I've given up. I just, I can't do it again. We're calling it quits it too. Hey John, I think two's perfect. Say again. I feel like I was attacked right there at the very end when you talked about douchebag single guy. Oh, there was a, there was a, a slight <laughs> it was a attack. It was, it was a personal issue. Yeah. So. Arce, you want to go next and tell us about your uh... – <laughs> This is going to be a big one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how far you want to go back. Uh, so I've been single uh, for a good bit here uh, for the last couple of years. I live in Atlanta. Um, moved here for a girl four-plus years ago. Um, wow. And we'll actually, we're going to talk about that because I listened uh, to your relationship uh, breakups. We're, we're on our pod, on our pod that's going to be released on Thursday, we're going to have you guys on and we're going to talk about uh, individual breakups. And and we want you to judge us on, on air. Oh, or we are more than happy to do that. Yeah, so that's, uh, and we will talk about that. But yeah, so I, I'm, I'm currently in this, uh, in this phase of my life. Uh, just to feel the curtain all the way back. You know, I, I went to a, a, a big school in Florida. Some call it the Harvard of the South. Uh, I was, <laughs> nobody called it that. I was, <laughs> I was in a fraternity. Um, 
have had serious girl two to, two or three different serious girlfriends. Depending if you ask me if they're serious or they have been if they're serious. But um, I, and I like last couple of years I've just been I've just been single and living and loving life. You know, I work a lot, so that's that's uh, that's been a that's been a good thing. I like to you know like to have fun, and uh, at some point I'll settle down, as my grandma and my mom like to remind me. Um, you actually remind me of a, a single friend that I have who lives in Atlanta, so we'll chat after this. I'll oh, wow. maybe I can set you guys up. <laughs> it's always the worst when you get compared to somebody that you don't know, because there's no telling if that's well, a good or a bad thing. She said that oh, I was she's like my best friend from high school. I love her, but um, she's kind of in the yeah, same. Yeah, you're like honestly life. the male version of her. Uh-oh. Yeah, in a good talking about. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how I don't know how dating works these days, but I feel like there's like a Tinder max or something out there. Mari, finally a love connection here, RC. <laughs> no, no. That's um, what we're here for. Yeah, yeah no, hey, this is a relationship pod. So, uh, and and some would argue that ours might be the anti-relationship pod. Um, <laughs> it's not doing relationships any favors, at least. That will, no, it's not doing no, relationship any favors. Hey, Tim, Tim, why don't you drop us a little bit about uh, about your world? Yeah, so for most of my life, I um I was also the single guy. You know, I I had some s- small relationships here and there, but I enjoyed going out to bars, you know, watching football, not you know golfing whenever I wanted. Never really was looking for like a relationship. And then you know, a little a while back, I uh, met my current girl, and uh, we've been together now for going on a year and a half. We live together. Uh, she puts up with all my bullshit, and uh, I never thought a relationship could be that cool. So she's she's pretty awesome, and we're pretty happy going on about a year Sweet. and a half. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of people say this when you know when you when you're having this conversation, but um, Tim's Tim's girlfriend Kelly is just incredible. I don't know how she because all of us in a Tim by himself is bad enough, but as we all get into the more of us that add on, the, and like if there's five of us, it's just like times five how terrible we are. She finds a way to not only put up with us, but actually embrace the fact that we're all as much of a, a bunch of idiots as we are. And I feel like she makes us better. She's a, she's a great person. We love John, her. Dad. Don't say nicer things about my girlfriend than I say about her, please. You're making me sad now. <laughs> my, my goal in life every time I go to Tim's is to be as nice to Kelly as humanly possible just to make him look bad. That's all <laughs> I'm trying to do. She, she puts up with us. I would be, I would be remiss if I didn't mention. Um, I forgot the the best relationship in my life. I do have a dog. Her name is Topanga, and uh, and she's she's a golden retriever, and she's currently eating a, a a treat right now and pawing at my foot underneath the table. So uh, Wait, I want to see her. Now here's a question: Do the millennials get the Topanga reference? Yes, of course. Millennials world. Yes. yes. Okay. Good. Wait, no. which one? Which one? Well, I don't know. I think I'm actually a millennial too. So I don't know like yeah, what yeah, the yeah, yeah, we're millennials. John, unfortunately, I don't think is a millennial. No, no, no. You know, it's funny. I actually looked it up when I heard we were going to be on with you guys. The millennial cutoff is 1981, so I just slid right in underneath there. So I'm really old, wow. by the way. So it's yeah, I'm sorry. Bad. So can we get the ages here? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, no. If you guys are willing, uh, uh, I, it's, it's well documented. I'm the youngest on the podcast, uh, so uh, I'm 33. <laughs> He's the youngest 37 in October. I'm 34. Wow, you guys are making us feel young. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's why we asked if you knew a boy's world. 
Of course we know what Boy Meets World was. Podcast at 33, Yeah, but I feel like you guys probably caught up with Boy Meets World like when they go to college. I was there from the beginning. I'm sorry, we weren't in on the ground floor. Yeah. As long as you jumped on the elevator somewhere, that's all, because it's a great show. All right. Do you want to get into some of our topics for today? Yeah. Well, thanks, everyone, for that introduction. I feel like now we have a much better understanding from where your opinions and everything are going to come from. <laughs> a um, bad place. A really bad place. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we'll start. I actually wanted to bring this up. So when you guys said that Tim was like the dating guy, I didn't really know if that meant like he was in a relationship or he was just like actively dating. Like I thought maybe he's actively dating and RC is just like anti-dating like all together, like just totally single, riding the, the single train. Um, but we actually been talking about this a lot recently, like the death of dating apps. So this might, again, you guys are a little older, so I don't know if you really got in on the, the dating apps, but that was a big thing, like especially for our generation. I know Maj and I both were um, well in on the dating apps before we met our current boyfriends, but based on what our single friends are saying, they seem to kind of be like dying out. So I want to get y'all's opinions on dating apps, what you think about them. Do you think that they're not really being successful? Are they kind of dying out? What's, what's going on? I'm, so, I'm going to jump. Oh, Tim, you want to jump in first? Because I, I got some hot takes. I, yeah, I know I'm you sure do. You do. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. You know, I, I messed around with the dating apps a lot when I was younger. And, uh, you know, from a guy's perspective, they can be pretty fun. You know, when you're bored, you swipe, you swipe, you swipe. Um, and but uh, my girl Kelly and I actually met on Bumble, so oh wow, there, there is a, a little bit of story. a success story. That's what we yeah, like yeah, to hear. There's one success story out there, but I, I know that's probably few and far between. Uh, Bumble, I always thought was kind of the best one, so girls aren't automatically getting dick pics sent to them all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we recently talked about dick pics on one of their episodes not long ago. Um, I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dating apps for me usually was just something to do when you're bored. Like I said, swipe. But uh, it, I did find um, a, a long relationship out of it, so I can't say all too bad things about them. Okay, so I have a question for you about meeting your girlfriend through a dating app. Okay. Um, so like when you went on your first date with her or whatever, like wh- whenever you went on dating updates, was your intention always just to like hook up with the girl? or like see where it goes or like, did you have any sort of expectation or what? I think that it depended on, cause you talk to him for a little bit before you actually meet him. You kind of right, get right, that, right. that vibe off of whether you think you can, where this potentially could go. And with, with Kelly, I thought that, you know, I wasn't planning on just trying to hook up that night. That was like a, we had a really nice date. We talked uh, for like three hours. We went to a taco place and just, had a nice night, so it wasn't about that for uh, for that specific date. But there have been other ones in the past <laughs> where it was. You, you just so have to read like, the Yeah, like a play by ear situation. But you were like open to like a relationship while you were on the dating app. Yeah, you were on there for a reason. Right, 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 right. Yeah. At well, least I mean, yeah, I find now like with some of my single friends that I've talked to about it, it's like they'll meet a guy, they'll go on like six or seven dates with them at that point you're like six or seven dates in you think okay if the guy is still entertaining going on dates with me this many dates in he's probably looking for something somewhat serious Mm -hmm. but then it'll be like 
time for day eight. And that's when they're like, yeah, just kidding. Not really looking for anything. Okay. Okay. So here's where I'm going to jump in because <laughs> God, <laughs> first of all, to, to anyone out there, if you go on three dates and you haven't hooked up or like at bare minimum, like, you know, heavy petting, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. So, so like, like men's health, men's health, which is a, a very, very well-respected uh, men's journal in the world, says you should be having sex with someone you're attracted to by date three. I don't not, agree with that. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not getting disapproving looks from, from, from the girls. I'm just I'm not you know. saying it's science. I'm not saying it's science, but I'm saying it's, it's well respected. It's a peer-reviewed journal. Um, and so I'm just, you know, I don't know. But here's 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 where my take on and and I'm I'm currently single and, and yes, I am dating. I'm out there, I'm 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 like going on dates, but uh, you know, nothing nothing sticks right now, right? So and I am is that a choice or is that? She's so, observant. She is very observant. So, it, it, or do all the girls just suck? We we could go we could go very deep here, and I, I I don't want to bore anybody with that. So here's what I'll tell you. I think I think it's I think it's a choice. Um, now there there have been like there have been re as I like to call them reoccurring dates. But nothing, nothing that's like got any staying power, right? Uh, and then what what happens is after date eight or nine, seven or eight, whatever the number is, you kind of end up having to say have that conversation. And well, this is I, I have I've developed a really douchebag trait of not like I, I'll be honest, I've ghosted quite a few girls, and I don't <laughs> love it. Like that's not who I want to be. Like that's not who my mom and my grandma raised. But at the same time, like. Some girls just don't get the hint, you know. Like, okay, if, if I'm only if I'm only reaching out when the sun goes down after I've gone out with my boys, like, hey, <laughs> you're coming okay. out strong, like Laura. <laughs> yeah. You okay, are. so like, you are every guy that I know right now that is single. Um, so I can't really shit on you too much, but <laughs> like, please don't, please don't. What I what I'm questioning here is like. Why entertain getting to date eight or nine? Like, don't get me wrong. I've ghosted people too, but like, yeah. why get that far? So I thought we were talking about dating apps. Uh, I didn't think we were, we were going with like a deep dive into my personal life. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, so, so, That's what you signed up for. Yeah. yeah. So here's what I'll tell you. So I, and I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for anybody else. Like some girl, like a perfect example, and I'm not going to get too deep into specifics, but I went on two dates with a girl recently in the same week, which, you know, that's kind of a lot. Like it's like a Tuesday, Friday type deal. And mm -hmm. Tuesday, Thursday. And Tuesday I was like, oh, she's, she's attractive. She's really, she's, she's got a lot of things going for her. We seem to match up pretty well. Second date, we started, we, we, same thing. And, but the problem, what I learned was it's the same setting. Like you do drinks and then you go to, you go to a different bar and then you decide if you want to get your dinner. And it ends up like, you end up having the same conversations over and over and over again. And that's my mistake. Like I, I live in an area of Atlanta that it's so easy to pick like the same 10 bars and restaurants in, in the same area. So we went, we on, on the third time we hung out, we, we took my dog to the dog park. And I realized this is terrible to say, but I don't know. I don't think she's a listener. If she is, she'll figure it out. Um, 
we went to the dog park and she like could not hold conversations with like other people. Like she was, she was that girl that like if a, if a puppy came up to her, she would say this one quote, I'm melting, I love puppies, I'm melting, I love puppies. And I heard it the whole day and I was like, God damn, like stop, stop saying that. Yeah, I think like the problem with dating apps is that people like put all of their eggs in one basket too quickly. And then they're like, oh, like, yeah, like you go on one date. Like I went on a thousand first dates from dating apps and like I never had like a bad first date because like you can hold the conversation. It's not going to be bad, right? Right. That's yeah. the problem. A lot of people can't hold the conversation anymore. Well, like, that those people, I guess I just talk so much that it's fine. I make up for it. <laughs> yeah. I went on like but, multiple first dates where the guys like their one main compliment was like, oh my God, you're so easy to talk to. Like you really just hold the conversation. And like meanwhile, I was sitting there like it has been like pulling teeth to have a conversation with right. you. Like you're lucky that I can keep a conversation going. But they, it's because like people look for other people to hold the conversations because not to be this girl, but everyone's like just so into their phones. They don't really know how to just have a genuine like normal conversation unless they're like drunk these days but well i was gonna say in my experience the alcohol the bars help that problem out a lot yeah, yeah which so i mean I feel- is normal like you want to have like a couple drinks to kind of like get loose but i don't know why i just i kind of like what rc is saying though <laughs> like changing the setting of the date like i think that that alone should inspire people to try to think outside of the box and not just go like get drinks because I mean, yes, you can do that for the first date, but mm-hmm. like, if you're if you're like, okay, that went well, but like, I want to see them in another atmosphere. I feel like like the dog park date date is a great idea, or some sort of other activity where you're not necessarily like drinking a lot, so you can like see how they interact with other people, have them around yeah. your friends. I don't know, something that like brings oh. their personality out in a different way. Right, and introducing to friends is is a weird thing because like. Some girls, if you introduce them to the friends, they like they take that, and guys too will take that as like, oh, I'm in, like we, I've made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a big step uh, for but, me. Like, like for me, honestly, if I introduce you to my friends, like I was about to say something so douchey, I, like I was gonna say, <laughs> still break up with you right after the date, like I don't care, but <laughs> I don't, I don't mean that. What what I mean is like I can introduce you to my friends and like. It's not a huge step. I'm just trying to see how you interact with them, how you interact with other people. Um, but the thing I will say about dating apps, so like I, I did this thing uh, probably about a year ago. I was super bored and I was like, all right, I'm going to download Hinge because like, so, and I don't know how the, like the quantum like levels are, but like the Tinder in my mind is like straight hookup. Like girls are going to yeah. come over with- Agreed. Girls are going to come over with no clothes on and like just knock on the door. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't even know the names. You have sex and you leave. Like that—that's not who I am. So then you've got Bumble, and Bumble's like a little bit more work, but it's got a touch of tender to it, you know. So like, and, and I feel Bumble, like Bumble used to be like when Tim met his girlfriend even like a year and a half ago, but even farther back, like maybe like four right. or five years ago, Bumble is like what Hinge is now. Right, yeah. and then Hinge is like you're 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 top of the line. Like you're you're gonna find like a, a really good girl. You're gonna bring her home to mom like the third date, and you'll be married by like the seventh date, right? So, so I, I uh, about a year ago I got on Bumble, and I was like, that's when that's when I thought Bumble was like still like cream of the crop. And I was telling my buddy, I was like, this is like hot trash. Like this is not good. Um, and, and because like every girl she puts on there, like, what do you live for? Like 
my Starbucks latte or like, you know, <laughs> or they, they, they live for like my dog or it's like, um, if you can't, if you can't hold a conversation or you're just looking for hookups, swipe left or say no or whatever, the, whatever the, you know, like all that stuff. Right. And then, so then I got off of that. I deleted that. And I was like, okay. So like a month later, I was like, let me try him. Hi, Aubrey. So, so so the, guys, <laughs> this, this is the six-year-old. She just came in to give me a hug and say goodnight. She's a cutie. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, <laughs> Lucy. I, I killed, I killed your story there, man. <laughs> Polar opposites. Say, say yeah. hi, Robert, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. John, do you know what Bumble, Tinder, or Grind even mean? All right, so here, here's the thing. Um, For Grinder, you on Grinder? So, uh, <laughs> I I was lucky enough to where my lovely wife and I started dating before the the dating apps really got big. Um, right. And now I'm. Hooters was the original old. dating app. Yeah, so I'm, I'm five years older. I'm five well, years older than my wife. But um, so I'm, you know, she may have been more more into it before we started dating. I don't really know than I was, but um, I, I have literally zero experience with dating apps of any kind, with the exception. And this is going to sound crazy, but you got to let me work through the story. With the exception of Grinder, because we we have a buddy of ours, we have a buddy of ours who was, uh, we have a, a fantasy football league, and he was like really starting to he, he's one of those guys when he talks trash he kind of like oh there's my lovely wife she throws out some <laughs> low blows and um and so my idea to get back at him one day when he was kind of crossing the line was to set up a grinder app or a grinder account with with his name and picture on it and i managed it for a good like month and a half hey Topanga. <laughs> like she just oh my the God, microphone <laughs> You guys are just trying to story top each other with your kids and your dogs. So here's the funny part. Like I, I'm kind of, kind of bounced around here with my thoughts on this based on what, what, you know, my, my two dudes uh, were talking about, but I don't really have any, any um, experience with dating apps of any kind. I kind of had to do the, uh, you know, do it the hard way, like go, you know, in, into public and, and meet a girl and you try to impress her with my personality in person, which is impossible. Um, but, you know, also we start talking about like date seven, eight, nine, pretty sure by date nine, I was married uh, with my, <laughs> based on my circumstances. So I didn't really have to worry about that. We, um, we jumped the gun on, on a lot of things. So I don't really have a ton of experience, but I'll tell you what, we, I've got a lot of buddies that, you know, have, have done the dating apps and I love the stories. Like the stories are my favorite part. Just listening to all the, all the fun stuff. I mean, that's half the reason that Kim and I, I feel like we're on them before we started dating our boyfriends, just like honestly for the content purposes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Content's strong on them. Yeah. We, We used to do like whole episodes about people's profiles and like rating them and we like solicited our services um, to help people make their profiles. Cause again, we hate the stupid answers like Starbucks and like guys that are out there yeah. like with basic answers too. Like I cannot tell you how many guys I came across with their profile would say like things I'm competitive about everything. I was like, wow. original, Wow. So original. Yeah. So we've been trying to get RC to talk is, or to let us take over his Bumble for like a week and well, see what we can do for him. If, if I, I feel like this is a good opportunity for us to vote on that. I'm sure um, you can reactivate it. I probably could. 
but I, for, for the sake of my life right now, that's not my plan. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like no, I would I be feel like... so terrible at it that it would be amazing. I, I would really set you up in a great spot. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like you have like a good personality. The fact that you guys host a podcast, like if you can hold any sort of conversation in real life, you're probably like 10 times better than the average person on a dating app. I tell my wife all the time, she better be careful because I would kill it on dating apps. So she needs to mind the P's and Q's. <laughs> so there, and, and the one thing I, so I will say this, the one thing I found out about myself when I, so I spent in total, I spent about a, about a year ago, maybe eight, nine months or whatever. I spent about a month on dating apps, like on and off, but overall it was, it was a total of a month. And I, and the reason I ultimately got off of them altogether was because, and like, and there, there'd been a few times where I like would, I would get really drunk one night and download them. And then I'd wake up the next morning and be like, holy shit, why is this on my phone delete? Um, <laughs> but I like, I would talk and I would be genuinely interested. And I think, I think more people are like this than they're willing to, to uh, admit. I would be genuinely interested in the girl, but like, like for me, I, and, and I don't know why this is, but I don't necessarily want to tell someone I met someone on a dating app. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess a little it's shame. A taboo, yeah. yeah, it's a little, little taboo. Uh, but also, like, I started to think of all the negative things that could happen. And I'm like, she's not going to look like she does in her pictures. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I just, I, I abandoned ship. And I just, I just get back to I'm like, hey, so sorry. Like, situations change. I'm not actually interested right now. Like, but in a couple of weeks, maybe I'll reach back out and then boom, like I'm out. See, I'm in the exact opposite scenario. When Tara and I started dating, I couldn't introduce her to my friends fast enough to prove that she really existed and I could do as good as I did. <laughs> I need all of you to meet her immediately because eventually she's going to figure out that I'm full of shit and she's going to leave. So I want to get out there like right away. Um, uh, yeah, so I think RC is living his life in fear. I think you need to like grow some balls, honestly. <laughs> wow, you know what? That's a hard take, and I love it. I love it. Uh, maybe. Okay, so what happens? Okay, he's, he's thinking about it. He is. No, but what happens if you meet a girl in real life and you take her on a first date? I mean, in that scenario, you obviously know what she looks like and stuff, but like same situation like if someone comes across and it's like clearly a first date like are you still insecure about it or is it different no so so true story so i was out at a bar i guess last week and uh me and a bunch of buddies were playing trivia and this girl walked up to our table and we her and i started talking and she like like really old-fashioned here like i was kind of attracted by this but she like put her number on a sheet of paper and slid it to me and i like it i was like, <laughs> Interesting. like She's got balls, like, okay. And so, like, her and I are going out late, later on this week, and, like, I have no problem about that whatsoever. And I honestly think it's because it wasn't on a dating app. Like, like but, I, but I, don't, I don't hate the idea of dating apps. I just, in my mind, I, like, I'll be honest with you, this is, again, all of your listeners are like, that RC guy's a huge douche. But I just, I just don't want to meet, I just don't want to meet a girl on a dating app. Like, I, like, I think there's more people out there and I think people, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I mean, honestly, this is like why I brought the conversation up though. Like I honestly think 
there are more people that are kind of going back to that old-fashioned mentality. Like, I feel like there was, like, a peak for dating apps when people met and had success stories, like, kind of when Tim met his girlfriend. But peak of it, yep. And I feel like now it's kind of slowly declining and people are kind of getting back to the mindset that they just want to meet someone in person and have that, like, immediate connection and then go from there. Right. Right. Is that because of the times we're in right now when, like, you know, we're on quarantine and you just want to see anyone in person now. Like I, I, I would have thought that like, because of all this dating apps kind of would have spiked again because it's so hard to go out. And- well, we, we've got a friend who actually was on dating apps, but like, it's almost like a prerequisite question now. Like, so how do you feel about the quarantine? Like, have you been around people? Yeah. And especially before things like opened up again, like people were trying to hang out in person and other people were like, no, I'm not okay with that. So it was kind of like, testing the waters like how do they feel about this before we even get any further because like if you don't agree about quarantine i guess like you're probably not gonna get along but (laughs) yeah so and i think the last the last thing i'll say about dating apps right is i think i think there there's a home for everyone like i I really do believe that like like people people can find like there's someone out there for everyone right Mm -hmm. and i i do think though i think dating apps like are like you you've got to look in the mirror and you've got to say like i want to find somebody like in the next three months two months one month whatever the time limit is who holds bar like no matter what right like right. I, i'm not willing i'm not there yet right so i'm i'm like i swipe but i are or like and all whatever the whatever the different things are nowadays and i'm mm-hmm. like she may be great but then my mind goes like what if she's you know, oh, she hasn't posted any like below the waist pics, or she's you know like well, you know all the things that go through that mind, right? Like, <laughs> that's, that's if, if okay, only, wait. If you only post headshots, things questions pop up. <laughs> I have a question um, regarding like people's like social media profiles. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but like, um, do you look to see if a girl has like photos with friends? Like, is that something that you look for? I mean, obviously you're like looking at her appearance and stuff, but like, is no, it? Because I just, I know cool. guys that have dated girls who have Instagram. Appearance. What? There's more about a girl than her appearance. <laughs> All right. So, but I, I will say this. So this is going to, this is going to date me for sure. I was a junior in college when Facebook oh, first started. That's how old God. I am. So... <laughs> But and so I will tell you, looking at looking at people's pictures on social media, you can tell pretty quickly, um, like kind of how they their confidence about themselves. Because if they if if you're attractive and you hang out with other attractive people, I feel like you have you have more confidence in yourself. But if you're attractive and you hang out with people that are far less attractive than you, I feel like you're trying to prove something. And that, that bothers me just from like a personality standpoint. So, so I, I made the comment earlier about like a girl who hangs out with like different, different looks. Like I'm done reading into like who, who's, who they're friends with, but I, I do think it's interesting. Like when, when you post, like some girls like will post or, or people like guys, right? Like they'll post pictures and like, they'll try to almost hide themselves. Whether it's like a dating app or like a or like a profile picture or like a you know an Instagram, uh, you know whatever, it's like after a while you're like just be you, like nobody cares, like you know mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, and that goes into more of like the social media world we live in, like people only post positive stuff. It's right. like, like, one of their can of worms, yeah. 
Yeah, we're we're all on the struggle bus here. We're all just trying to drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I wouldn't. I, I would look um, at the at the like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but not necessarily for her friends. Just to make sure she looked what she looked like on the app or, or however however you might have met her. Um, you know, just basically just to find out a little bit more about her, like not nothing too deep or anything. Just so another, another good example, like a buddy of mine, he's, he's started dating this girl. And like tonight, like we went and played tennis and we went to the bar and he was like showing us, he was like asking each of us to go through her Instagram profile and like (laughs) give our thoughts on her. That's ridiculous. Like, and that's what I said to him. I was like, dude, like, you're you're going on a, a I think it was like a second or third date with her and I was like you're going on another date with her right and he's like yeah and I'm like so you like her and he's like yeah but I need y'all's approval oh yeah <laughs> and I was like I was like no you don't like just go just have fun you know so mm-hmm. I, I think the world like we're we're, we're kind of lost in this like everyone needs to like everything I'm doing kind of kind of life like just shut up and date oh, who you want sure. yeah shut up and date who you want to date and, you know for you so fair enough. Cool. Well, <laughs> I didn't expect to go that deep into this topic, but that was very insightful <laughs> conversation. We're pretty deep. We tend to go down a rabbit hole of conversation. We, we do too, so don't even worry about it. Um, but yeah, I know that seriously. you all have to jump and head yeah, to your studio. But any last words you want to? Yeah, like you guys want to promote yourself? Yeah. <laughs> RC, give it, uh, you're probably best suited for this, so go ahead. Uh, I, I talk a lot. Um, you know, go hit us up on Instagram at Two Dudes One Dad Podcast on Twitter at Two Dudes One Dad Pod. Um, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear. Uh, email us, email us your relationship questions. We'll hit those up on our pod, um, and we we love collaboration. So. Um, We'll do whatever. We're at two dudes one dad at gmail.com. We're not as uh, sophisticated as Millennials and Mimosas podcast, but uh, we're getting there. As, as KB said earlier, we'll grow up. We'll, we'll put our big boy pants on one day. Um, we'll you know, get there. Hey, so hit the subscribe button uh, and follow us on Instagram, on, on Twitter, and uh, would love to uh, have any other listeners and steal all of y'all's listeners. And then, and then <laughs> here's, here's the thing combined, we'll create a pod network. I love it. Well, we'll there just, we go. We'll just take this thing to the moon. Uh, you guys are great. We're going to definitely want to have you guys on again. Just I want to hear more takes from you guys on on our listener questions and stuff because your different perspectives are honestly, it's, Very it's great. I love yeah. it. Well, All thanks right. for coming on. We really appreciate it. We'll jump yeah. we'll on your own podcast now. Real quick, though, <laughs> real quick, tune in to us on, on Thursday because you two are going to be on on our podcast as well. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll share with all of our our followers. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah. we're we're excited too. So we'll, we'll, we'll have us on. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. It was fun. Good, definitely. I'm glad. Right, see you guys. All right, bye. bye. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> Please do. I have answer. no idea. This is where the dad takes over and has the. You come on, dad. Figure it out. <laughs> all right. What an cool. interview that was. Yeah. Wow. That's like our first Zoom interview. I love it. Yeah. I guess those were our very first like random guests. Yeah. Guests we don't know. So I kind of liked it. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. 
Um, Do you want to get into any quick questions before we leave or what? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, was there anything that I know you had some stories on here? Oh, we we yeah. just had like a conglomeration of relationship topics. I know. Yeah. I mean, we're going to not be able to get to all these today, but um, kind of going off of what we talked about earlier, um, how this was a question that I kind of had a conversation with one of our other friends about last week. And I feel like it's kind of an interesting one, but how do you ask someone's intentions um, without sounding like clingy or psycho too early on in a relationship? This kind of goes off of like what we were talking about earlier with the dating apps and like when you should go someone, when she, you should actually have a conversation with someone. But what do you think the best way to go about it? I mean, you're more recently in a relationship than I am. And like when you went on your first couple of dates with Nick, like, did you guys like both like kind of say you were like looking for a relationship or like, how do you kind of go about that without being like, yeah, like, oh my God, I'm so obsessed with you. I barely even know you, but yeah, I want to date you. Um, To be honest, I this is a cop-out answer, but I don't really remember specifically like with him. I think mm-hmm. we just kind of, well, I think we knew like from the start. So like after the first date, obviously um, we planned to hang out again and we ended up right. hanging out like four days in a row, like after our very first date. So it was kind of like a given from there, like I wasn't dating anybody else. And I kind of just assumed that he wasn't because like, why would he want to waste his whole weekend with me and not like go on a date with another girl if he was dating multiple right. people? Mm-hmm. Um, but we never actually had the conversation of like, we're exclusively dating, but I have been on dates with other guys from podcast or podcasts from dating <laughs> apps that we like had the conversation. And I always thought this was like a red flag if like on date one or even date two, they were like, um, so you're not dating anybody else, right? Like I deleted my app or like, you're the only girl I'm talking to from hinge. Like I thought that was a red flag because a lot of times, like I wouldn't date multiple guys at once. Cause that's just like a lot for me mentally to handle, but mm-hmm. still like, I'm not trying to be exclusive with you after like one or two dates. I thought that was just kind of strange. And I thought it was strange that they would ask about it. But like, I do think that there's a point maybe like five or six dates in, I don't know. It's hard to quantify it because right. it depends, but I think that like it's a conversation that can happen naturally and you can just be like, uh, honestly, like knowing me, I would bring it up as a joke. Like I'd be like, oh, so like, who are you texting? Like all the other girls you're going to date with? And I know that sounds like a psycho thing to say, but you know, you bring it up casually and not just be like, so I want to talk. Like, are we serious or what? Because. (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel like if you have like a banter with someone and you like say that as a joke, I feel like it can come off like very like smooth. You know what I mean? Um. Again, we were, me and my friend were talking about this and she was saying, like, I always find it a red flag when a guy is like right away, like, what are you looking for? Like, oh, like I'm looking for a relationship. Like, because yeah, everyone who's on a dating app is like eventually looking for a relationship, but that doesn't mean like one or two dates in, I'm looking for a relationship with you. Right. So the people that do come off super clingy, I feel like that's a red flag. But then the people who don't, not necessarily avoid the topic, but are kind of wishy-washy about things, about making plans. I feel like you kind of have to read the room in those situations and assume that if they're not trying to take it to the next step by like date five or six-ish, then it's probably like they're probably seeing other people or they're probably not interested in something serious. 
Right. Yeah, I agree. And like ultimately people are on dating apps for multiple reasons, but I think above all else, whether you're there to hook up, whether you're there to date seriously, I think ultimately you're just there to meet another person. And like you said, like you don't know what you're looking for necessarily because it depends on the person. Like you could be there ultimately to find a relationship, but like if you go on a first date immediately from like the first five minutes, you could know that you're not looking for a relationship with that person, but you're not just going to like exit the restaurant, you know, like, I mean, at least for my sake, I met a lot of like people that I'm still friends with on dating apps that like we still follow each other on Instagram and like, I'll see them out occasionally like in Charlotte or like, I mean, that's not true. I don't ever see guys I went on dates with, but like (laughs) I follow them on Instagram and I consider them like friends, like not guys that I've like dated because it was just like one date or something. Right. I think it just, it's really just like meeting people and connecting with them. And I don't know, like, I think if you think about what RC said about like eight or nine dates in and he's like ending things with them. Um, I think that if you're going to do that, you have to kind of lay the groundwork before you get to that point because. Yeah. And that's, that's like what I said earlier, like read the room. Like I feel like some girls are so desperate to find the guy, lock the guy down, like say you're dating someone that they'll continue to go on the dates with the guys that are hitting them up late night or the guys that are still like going on dates with them on day eight or nine, but like only seeing them once a week or something. Like, I think you kind of just have to look at the situation and be like, why aren't they trying to hang out with me more than once a week? Why aren't they talking about more serious topics with me? Like, it sucks to just say you have to like feel out the vibe, but I honestly think that when you know, you know, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like when you know that you're on the same page, like as the person that you're talking to you, I don't know. I just feel like there's a connection there. I know, but I feel like, I mean, not to toot our horns or anything, but I feel like we have a good sense for things like that, but not all girls do, which are the ones who get like blindsided when they get to date nine and they're like, wait, what? Like, I thought you wanted to be with me because you introduced me to my friend or (laughs) introduced me to your friends kind of thing. And that's kind of where you can get like screwed over because you're on a different page than somebody else. But um, yeah, I mean, read the room. I think everyone has to be better about that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a hard world that we're living in, especially when most of your communication is done with someone like via text, you can't necessarily read exactly how they're feeling. So that can definitely be. A little bit difficult there right um well I feel like we really don't have that much time to get into anything else I know we've we've got some super great topics but I just I mean we're we're almost at an hour here so I don't want to get too deep into something and not really be able to flesh it all out and it's just so hard I feel like we're so out of our element like not being together in person but hopefully we can do that again soon. <laughs> I know. I seriously, I miss recording in person so much. It's so weird to think that we're actually and recording a podcast. Nothing <laughs> with COVID. Yeah. Um, Everyone, but, thoughts and prayers for Kim's quick yeah. recovery. She's on the up and up. Yeah. I. I mean, the annoying part of it, like. I'll peel back the curtain here a little bit. And I, cause I feel like a lot of people are strangely like really curious about coronavirus. Like people have like well, DM think, me and they're like, so what are your symptoms? Like, how did you know? So I'll tell you. I think it's I'll very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go, go into it. So on 
Tuesday of this past week, um, I started feeling like kind of just like tired and like fatigued and I want to take a nap, but like what's new? Cause I always am like overly tired and I was like working myself like too hard and like working out. Um, but then Wednesday I had a fever and I was like fatigued and achy and I was like, okay, this is kind of weird, but I had like another like infection situation going on. So I was like, oh, that's probably what the fever is from. Um, but then a friend who I had seen the weekend prior said that she wasn't feeling well either. And we like talked symptoms and it was like the exact same stuff. And I was like, oh, this cannot be good. Um, and she had actually been exposed to somebody who tested positive, but she got tested and it was negative. Right. This was before we hung out. So I, we thought she was fine. She thought she was fine, obviously. But um, by the time she started feeling bad, we had already hung out. And then that following Tuesday, I started feeling bad Thursday. I, well, Friday I got tested and it was positive. By that time I had already been seeing Nick and he also had the same symptoms and he also tested positive, um, which I actually felt really guilty about, but he's fine. I'm fine. We haven't spread it to anybody else, luckily. So all is well, but yeah, for the first five days, it really sucked. It was like the flu, but worse. Like I had literally every symptom in the book. Um, I eventually lost my taste and smell, which has been horrible. Like I will take a fever and a cough and whatever you give me any day over losing my taste. But like, even now that I'm starting to feel better, not being able to taste is absolutely awful. Like, and people are always like, how, how can you just not taste? Like Nick didn't lose his taste luckily for him, but yeah, he's like, how can you not taste? I'm like, I don't know. I just can't like, I can't fucking explain it. That's, yeah, I've never experienced that symptom from any sort of illness, so I can't really imagine it. And like, you know me, like I'm a big foodie, like I literally eat all day, every day. Like people at my office joke because I just snack all day. I don't even eat real meals. Um, So me losing my taste would be kind of traumatizing. Yeah, I know it is really traumatizing. Like I had a slice of deli meat and I like wanted to throw up because think about like just the texture yeah Yeah. ew that it was disgusting disgusting like I had like a baby glass of wine tonight because I'm starting to feel better I know like don't shit on me people for drinking when I'm sick but um you had to do it for the pod right and I feel like if I treat my body like I'm getting better then it'll help myself get better you know like sometimes I feel like when I'm in bed yeah and I baby myself I feel like I'm going to be sicker for longer um Anyways, that's my my homeopathic <laughs> remedy. But um, yeah, the wine was disgusting and it was actually really depressing because I just missed the taste of everything. There's like some Especially wine. I, right. There's some things that I can like somewhat taste. Like we have like this ice cream and I can like subtly taste like the sweetness of it, but mm-hmm. I can't fully taste anything. Like there are certain things like we have like Zaxby's sauce in Nick's refrigerator that I've been like eating with chicken because like it's so spicy that I can like kind of taste it. So I'll try to tingly. Like, <laughs> I'll try to eat like more intense stuff like that. Um, just so I can feel something again, you know. <laughs> God, but, that's dark. <laughs> no, I've I've like had multiple panic attacks the past like five days. So but I'm trying to Over. try to stay positive. Honestly, like in the last few days, like just from talking to you, like on Friday versus today, I can see your energy has been revived a little bit and <laughs> it's giving me a lot of positive 
um, Good. a, a lot yeah. of positivity. No, yeah. I definitely feel better today. Like, and I think I'm slowly getting better every day, but I will say the one thing about this, like, you know, when you're normally sick, you have like a good day and you're like, okay, I feel better. And you're like, okay, one more sleep, like one more night's sleep. I'm going to wake up and be mm-hmm. fine tomorrow. Like you can just tell. Mm-hmm. I've felt like that for like the past three days and it's like lingering and it's like such a stubborn little fucking virus that it's like. That's what a lot so of people have said. Like even when you think it's getting better, it's not really quite there yet. Like it just takes right. a little bit longer. So. And that's the frustrating part too, because like, obviously I want to be better and I want to like, I know I have to quarantine for much longer too, but I want to like be back to normal and like doing stuff. And right. That's the frustrating thing, but no, that would be the hardest part for me. I mean, I remember when I had the flu like a year and a half ago or so, two years ago, um, it was the same thing for me. Like as soon as I woke up that morning and I had it, it was like, I literally couldn't get out of bed, like could barely move, like couldn't even really get like to the CVS minute clinic or whatever, just to even get the medicine because that's how bad I felt. Mm -hmm. And then like, I'm the kind of person, like, I hate being sick so much. I, like, want to force it out of me. So I'm, like, okay. Like, I literally, like, thought that I could go to work the next day. And I, like, woke (laughs) up the next day and I'm, like, okay, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I feel like you just kind of, like, I don't know. You just have to, like, force yourself a little bit to get better. Because if you do baby yourself for too long, then you're just, like, okay, you're just going to stay in bed forever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I've been like just sitting on the couch watching Dance Moms and I'm like, all right, I have to like get up. Like Nick and I both like put real clothes on. Like I put a real That's bra good. on. I was like, I'm going to so treat proud, myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I try to work and I like get online and my coworkers are all like, Kim, get offline, go rest. Like you have coronavirus, like you need a fucking break. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, for sure. <laughs> I'm fine. But well, I mean, I'm I glad to hear that you're getting better slowly. Yeah. And just doing the podcast, you know, keeping my normal routine, that's, that's ultimately healing me. So good. (laughs) All right. Well, we can sign off, I guess. And yeah, we're going to hop off. Um, Be sure. I know we haven't plugged ourselves in a while, but follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mills and Mimosas and like us on iTunes and Spotify and leave us a review. We want some more reviews, people. Yeah, I think our last review was from like 2019, which is no. We got a couple new ones. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh yeah, next new ones. So whatever his praise, praise Nick. (laughs) But anyway, everyone, please go leave us a review and um, catch us on the Two Dudes One Dad podcast later this week. Yeah. Oh, and leave a voicemail too. Seven zero four five nine six nine seven four. All right. We out. When the dogwoods start to bloom And the crickets hum the tune That's usually about the time That I feel most alone But the news has all been bad And the whole world seems so sad I ain't had much else going